Did you become a beauty business owner to take control of your life, have more freedom, and make more money only to realize it takes way more time and money than you were expecting to run the show? Maybe you see plenty of clients in your chair each day, but you don't know how to pay yourself. Maybe you're just getting started and want to be totally certain that you set yourself up for success right out of the gate. Maybe the view from your parking lot screams booming business, but behind the scenes, you know the financial side of the operation is quite messy. Maybe you've hired someone to do your bookkeeping and taxes, but still don't have a clue where your beauty business stands. When you're eager to take control of your beauty business's finances, come join me where we'll peel back the curtain on all of the money skills you wish you learned in beauty school. I'm Michelle Cook, a former beauty school graduate turned licensed CPA, and this is the Perfectly Profitable Stylist Podcast. Hey, hey. Today, I want to share with you probably the number one mistake that I see brand new beauty professionals making when it comes to QuickBooks, and that's signing up for the right type of account. When you're a new beauty professional and you're going to sign up for QuickBooks, what are you going to do? First thing is you're going to go to the pricing page. You're going to look at all the different options, and then you're going to think to yourself, I'm an independent beauty professional. I have no employees. My business is small and simple. Surely I can just choose the cheapest option and I'm going to be good to go. And that is a dangerous assumption that I see a lot of beauty professionals making because then what happens is they end up choosing QuickBooks self-employed. QuickBooks self-employed is actually not made for beauty professionals. It's made for freelancers. And so it's a completely different system compared to QuickBooks online. When you go to the QuickBooks page to sign up, it has simple start, essentials, plus and advanced. And then just below that, it has the QuickBooks self-employed option. And it's about half the price of the cheapest version of QuickBooks online. Self-employed is at this time about $15 a month, whereas Simple Start is 30. And so you might think to yourself, well, I may as well save the extra 15 bucks a month. Why not? Well, friend, that's why I'm here. I'm about to explain why that extra $15 a month is worth every penny and you really don't want QuickBooks self-employed. The first thing to note is that QuickBooks Self-Employed is not a real accounting system. Let me explain. QuickBooks Self-Employed only tracks your income and your expenses. The reason why it's set up this way is because QuickBooks Self-Employed was made to be able to integrate with TurboTax. So QuickBooks is owned by a company called Intuit. Intuit owns TurboTax as well as QuickBooks. And so they're trying to make a product where it becomes very easy for them to take the numbers from QuickBooks Self-Employed and to throw them into TurboTax so that you then purchase also their tax software. Makes total sense from their business perspective, but here's the problem. Having your income and expenses tracked is about the bare minimum in terms of being able to file a Schedule C tax return, but there are some pitfalls. Let me give you one example. If you're purchasing equipment for your new business, if you purchase anything over $2,500, that actually has to be depreciated. And QuickBooks Self-Employed doesn't have a balance sheet. And a balance sheet is where we would track new equipment purchases to be able to depreciate them. So instead, what happens with QuickBooks Self-Employed is it just goes on your profit and loss as an expense, which is actually incorrect. So when you're using a product that wasn't actually made for beauty professionals, then you end up getting results that could possibly be erroneous on your tax return. 
because QuickBooks Self-Employed doesn't have a balance sheet, there are other things that you can't track like credit card balances and sales tax payable. These things are really important. And if you don't put them on the balance sheet, what ends up happening is they end up on your profit and loss, which is just completely wrong. And like I said, when your profit and loss is wrong, that means your tax return is wrong. In my experience, QuickBooks often will from the bank accounts that it connects to. This isn't actually something unique to QuickBooks Self-Employed. It happens in the regular QuickBooks files as well. The difference though, is that with QuickBooks Self-Employed, you can't do a reconciliation. A reconciliation is a really important part of the bookkeeping process. If you've done your bookkeeping right, it should take you only a couple minutes to do your reconciliation. If you haven't done your bookkeeping right, the reconciliation is what helps you to know if you accidentally duplicated a transaction or if you're missing a transaction. Without a reconciliation, it's hard to know that your bank account disconnected and then reconnected because you won't know that there are missing transactions. In my experience, almost everyone I have ever served who has used QuickBooks Self-Employed has ended up finding out that there was a disconnection and then reconnection and missing transactions. This isn't a rare error. I would say it is more often than not that this happens. And that's really scary because if you are missing transactions, that means one, you might be missing revenue transactions, which means if the IRS ever audits you, they're going to find these missing revenue transactions. You're going to interest in penalties on having not claimed that income. If you're missing expense transactions, then you're actually missing out on tax deductions and you're overpaying taxes. Now, remember how I said that the reason why QuickBooks Self-Employed exists is to be able to take the data and throw it into TurboTax. Well, that leads us to actually another problem with QuickBooks Self-Employed, which is that all of the accounts that are listed for you to be able to categorize your expenses are just accounts that are on a tax return. So the purpose really of QuickBooks Self-Employed is just to get a tax return filed. Sure, that works if you're a freelancer or really only have a side hustle and only offer services. Those types of businesses really are pretty simple and you probably only really do need a profit and loss and QuickBooks Self-Employed could work for that. But the beauty business isn't that way. The businesses are a little bit more complicated and it's important that the categories reflect that a bit of extra complication. For example, in QuickBooks Self-Employed, there's this one account that they just label other business expenses. And I'll tell you what, pretty much everyone who ends up using QuickBooks Self-Employed throws tons of transactions in there. And the problem with that is that one, the IRS doesn't like it when you just say other business expenses. But two, that actually doesn't help you as the business owner. You really want your bookkeeping for so much more than just filing your taxes at the end of the year. You want to be able to look at your numbers and get valuable information for how well your business is performing. To be able to do that, you have to have accounts that reflect your business properly. Let me give you one small example. Let's say you sell retail. If you have all of your sales just lumped into one account called sales, you don't really know how much was your retail or how much was your service sales. And you might say, hey, Michelle, I can just go to my point of sale software and see the breakout there. Sure, that's true. But what about the expense side? If you're buying product for back bar and then you're also buying product that you're reselling and you might even be buying them on the same receipt from the same vendor, but they serve two separate purposes. If you don't separate out those expenses properly, then you're not gonna be able to see how much profit you're making from selling services versus how much you're selling from retail. And these kind of nuances are what's important when you're looking at your profit and loss statement and trying to figure out 
where you should go with your business, what kind of decisions you need to be making, where you can improve. You need to be able to have everything broken out in a way that makes sense to you as the owner and makes sense for the beauty industry. Now, if all that wasn't bad enough, here is the final cherry on top of why QuickBooks Self-Employed is so frustrating. Do you remember how I said it really only has half of an accounting system? It only does the income and expenses. It doesn't track assets, liabilities, or equity. Well, because of that, should you recognize that QuickBooks Self-Employed is not going to meet your needs and you decide to move to another version of QuickBooks, you can't just simply press the upgrade button and just seamlessly move into a new version of QuickBooks because it's missing transactions. So you have to start over completely. And that's why I wanted to share that with you at this time of the year, because now is a great time if you have been using QuickBooks Self-Employed to go ahead and get moved over into simple start. Nearly every beauty professional is going to be served quite well from using QuickBooks Simple Start. Really, the only time that's not true is if you have multiple locations and you need to track by location. Now, let's say you're listening to this episode and maybe it's not the beginning of the year anymore and you're wondering, oh no, what do I do? I've been using QuickBooks Self-Employed and now I understand why I shouldn't be using it, but what do I do with all of this information? Let me share my philosophy on what to do when your prior accounting isn't what you want it to be. If there is not a compliance issue, I prefer to let the past be. And here's what I mean. A compliance issue is maybe we've forgotten to claim some income. So something illegal has happened. If any kind of compliance issue like that has happened, you have to correct it. But if there isn't a compliance issue and it's really a matter of preferences, then I would say go ahead and just start today doing it the correct way and move forward. Because all too often I see people getting caught up trying to get everything perfect. Of course we want everything to be perfect. But when we start doing that, we actually don't move forward. And instead of getting the future perfect in terms of our accounting, we sacrifice having great accounting in the future for trying to get the past to look the same as current. I would say just leave it where it is, let it be, and get it right moving forward. So if you're going to have used QuickBooks Self-Employed for prior in the year, what you need to do is download all of your data and your reports because once you close the account, you're not going to have access to it. So make sure that you have all of your profit and losses for each month. Make sure that you've done a download so that if you need to reconstruct anything for audit purposes, that you have all of the data. Then from here on out, go ahead and use QuickBooks Simple Start. And if you have no idea how to use QuickBooks and you feel like you want some extra help, come join me in Beauty Bookkeeping. It's the course that I created to help beauty professionals learn how to do their own bookkeeping so that you can learn about your profit and loss, so you can learn how to pay yourself, so that you can learn how to save for taxes. All of these things are critical to becoming a successful business owner. So please come join me. I hope this episode was helpful. And if it was, will you please leave me a five-star rating and review? That really helps other beauty professionals just like you to be able to find the podcast too.